Welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and we come today to episode nine of Weathering the Storm on season four on the Scattered Abroad Network. I appreciate so much that you've taken out some time today to listen in with me, and I hope and pray that, that this study today will be helpful and beneficial for you and your walk with the Lord. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to go and check out the Scattered Abroad Network. Find us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, and we just certainly appreciate all of your support and encouragement, and we covet your prayers on behalf of the network as we strive to bring glory to God to the avenue of the podcast. Today we're going to be in Psalm 46, and again, our theme for this entire season is weathering the storm with the Psalms. And we've looked at several already, but we come to this one today. And of all the psalms that we're going to be studying this season, this one has become the most special to me. Uh, I mentioned in my last season, season three, about uh, coping with the loss of my father, who took his life October 28, 2021. Uh, he suffered with a lot of depression and mental illness later in life, and so it was very sudden. It was very traumatic for everyone involved, certainly. And a few days after he passed, I preached his funeral. And of all the funerals I preached, it was certainly the the most difficult. Uh, My mother couldn't even be there. My brother wasn't there. And it was a time in which, you know, I really felt a, a very deep responsibility to honor him and to honor the family name. My wife was there with me. She was absolutely incredible. She's been my rock through a lot, and I needed her greatly in those times, and she was there for me. And I'm so thankful to God for her, thankful to God for the institution of marriage and having that one person that can be there with you and get you through that. Uh, But she was there with me through it all. But in a very real sense, I felt a kind of loneliness that I'd never felt before. Standing there by that cold grave, surrounded by family and friends, I felt as if for a few moments it was just me and him. And knowing that what was in that casket wasn't really him, it was just a shell of who he was, that his soul had already departed, as the Bible teaches, Ecclesiastes 12.7. And so I searched through the Psalms, because that's where I knew to go, I I didn't know where else in Scripture to go and read and and kind of gather my thoughts, so I just started reading through the Psalms, and I kept going back to Psalm 46. Something about this Psalm gave me the kind of peace that I needed, and I hope and pray today that if you're going through a difficult time, you're going through a storm, maybe it's the death of a loved one recently, maybe it's physical problems or marital problems, whatever you're going through, and I don't know your situation, it may just be something between you and your God, but... I do hope and I do believe and trust that this psalm can help you. And I hope and pray to do it, do this this study justice today by bringing out some points from the text that will hopefully help you weather the storm. Today I'm going to be reading from the King James Version, if you'd like to follow along with me. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, 
though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Again, in a very real sense, Psalm 46 came alive to me that day when I preached the funeral. And I remembered and uh, thought in that moment how important it was for me to be still and know that God is there for me. Be still and know that God is the one who's in control. Even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of terrible pain and loss, God is there. And so with those thoughts in mind, let's work through this text together. In the first place, notice with me the availability of God. The availability of God. First one, God is our refuge. The word refuge is found 47 times in 46 verses. Three times in this psalm alone. Verse 1, verse 7, and verse 11. The word refuge carries the idea of a condition or a place of safety or shelter. Your, your refuge may be a, a quiet park to get away from a noisy city. It may be reading a book. It may be sitting at the beach. Maybe, for me, at a ball field, sitting in the dugout or sitting in the bullpen. But refuge for the soul that is thirsty, tired, and tried can only be found in God. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 God is our refuge. But notice also, He is our strength. The word strength is found 242 times in 232 verses. The word strength means power or might, and God is the one who provides the strength that we need. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. Psalm 18, 1 and 2. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. Psalm 28, 7. The salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Psalm 37. 39. God is our refuge. God is our strength. God is our help. The word help is found 155 times in 146 verses. And this word means aid or to give much needed assistance. And I love that the Bible says that he's a help, but it says he's a present help, a very present help. The word present means prove to be a help in time of trouble. And so when we think about the availability of our God, 
Let's remember that He is our refuge, our strength, and our help. He is greater than our fears. He's greater than our weaknesses. He's greater than our problems. And He is available to help us weather the storm. In the second place, let's consider the reliability of God. The reliability, verses 4 through 7. There's a reference here to the city of God. There's a reference to Jerusalem. And of course, we're thinking about what that means for us today as members of the Lord's church. We make up spiritual Israel, Galatians 6.16, and so God is in the midst of the church. And that should cause us to have great joy. No matter what's going on around us, we can know that the church will not be moved. Daniel 2.44 It will stand forever. And so with that, think of the reliability of His help. We know the help is available. But here we notice it's available even at the break of dawn. So there's this action and there's a reaction in verse 6. The world does not submit to God. They rage and they rebel and they refuse. But regardless of the fact, God is still in control, isn't he? Verse 7, the Lord of hosts is with us. God of Jacob is our refuge. His help is reliable. He has proven himself time and time again that he is there for his people. Consider Numbers 14 and verse 9. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us, their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. That was uttered by the mouth of Caleb. You remember Caleb and Joshua, two of the twelve spies that kept their faith and trust in God. And we can read Old Testament examples like that and see how God was with them and provided for them, even when they faced all kinds of difficult obstacles and circumstances. We can make sure that God will be with us, and we can know that. I will never leave you, nor forsake you, Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. And so from Psalm 46, we've noticed the availability of God and the reliability of God. But these last two points I want to emphasize actually comes and points to us. We focused on God, but now let's bring the focus into our response to God, knowing that He is our refuge and strength and a very present help in time of trouble. So number three, consider our responsibility, verses 8 through 10. Notice the action verbs. Come, behold, be still, and know. You and I have a responsibility to act, to come and behold the works of the Lord. In verse 8, there's a reference to Sennacherib's army being dismantled. He breaks the bow and the chariots being destroyed. Barnes made this point. Nothing could furnish a clearer proof of the power of God to save and of the propriety of putting confidence in him in times of national danger than a survey of the camp of the Assyrians, where 185,000 men had been smitten down in one night by one angel. Isn't that amazing to consider? 185,000 in this huge army, in this powerful army, God with one angel wiped them out in one night. And that serves as a great reminder. And so come and behold the works of the Lord. Come and be reminded just how powerful and how great God is and His sovereignty. He is in control. Therefore, we have the statement, be still and know that I am God. There are times in the storm where we just need to stop and look up and remember that God's the one who can calm it. 
leave it to God. Listen to him through the pages of Scripture say, Listen, I'm the one that created you. Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 2, 7. I'm the one who has been providing for you all that you need. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. I'm the one who brought forth salvation for you through my son. Colossians 2, 12, Titus 2, 11 and 12. I'm in control. We have a responsibility to submit to God. A responsibility to look at the works, look at his track record, and remember that God cannot lie. And he never breaks his promises. You and I have to submit ourselves to that truth. We have a responsibility. God is our refuge and strength. He's there for us. But do we realize it? Do we stop and and really meditate on that? Or do we try to handle everything on our own? In the fourth and final place, let's consider the opportunity. The opportunity that we have. In verse 11, we see that a phrase has been repeated. And any time a phrase is repeated in Scripture, we know that that's important. You don't just repeat something uh, for the sake of repeating it. When the Holy Spirit repeats it, we need to pay attention. So verse 7 and verse 11, the opportunity to remember that God is there for us. The Lord of hosts is with us. He is our refuge. You think, think about Judges 17.6 and 21.25. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Why is that repeated? It's the heavy emphasis to remind them this is what, why this vicious cycle happened in the book of Judges. Proverbs 14.12 and 16.25. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. Why repeat that? It's to show the emphasis that we can't do it on our own. So again, when something is repeated... It grabs our attention. There's an opportunity for us to be reminded that the Lord of hosts is with us. We can weather the storm. We can get through it if we will be still and know that God is there for us. I hope and pray that this study of Psalm 46 is one that that can stick with you and that when you find yourself in that difficult storm, in that difficult trial, that you'll come back to these points, that you'll come back to this psalm, and you'll remember that God is there for you. Just a few moments before I got out of the car to preach the funeral, I can remember asking my wife just to give me a minute. And my uncle, who also spoke, I, I talked to him and said, if you'll go first, I, I think I can, think I'll be okay, I'll get through it. And I sat in the car and I prayed for God to give me strength, and for me to remember that he's the one who's in control and help me to be submissive to that. And I remember getting out of the car and having a, a sense of calm come over me, a sense of reassurance. And while I stood there beside the casket, I was able to gather my thoughts, deliver the funeral sermon, hold myself together, all the while remembering that it was God who lifted me up. I've had a lot of people ask me, how did you get through that? How, how in the world were you able to preach that sermon with all that's going on in your mind? And I owe it all to God. God, who is my refuge and my strength, a very present help 
in time of trouble. Dear friend, he wants to be that for you too. As a Christian, as a child of God, don't ever forget that he is a very present help in time of trouble. He's right there. But make sure that we stay true to him. Don't try to go through and navigate through the storm on your own. Look to God. Be still and know that he is there for you. He's there with you. He is with us as we weather the storm. Thank you so much for listening. I hope and pray this has been helpful. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.